0: Welcome to Just Another Podcast. I'm your host, Justin. I'm joined by Will and Jay from the Bangor Comic and Toy Con. How's it going, dudes? Very awesome. well. Yeah, thank awesome. you so for having us. How are you doing? So, I'm doing wonderful. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I, one of our employees' Callen's last day is Friday, so I started drinking at 2. Because we see. had a little celebration at 2 o'clock this afternoon. Kept it low ABV so I could have a few beers and come home. Um, and <laughs> yeah. i'm now drinking a little golden air but yeah ah, good, which i gotta day. try I
1: gotta, I gotta get my hands on that i saw when you guys posted that
0: i i got a couple more left we can we can hook you up with yeah hook
1: go. me up just one i just need one so i can try it
0: i mean if you lived closer i guess i guess swing can swing by the studio now i mean you're back to work so
1: this is true i am back to work big time
0: i gotta i'm counting down like 35 days until my tattoo
1: <laughs> yeah I know it's, it's one of those things where people are like, Dan, you're booking out far. And I'm like, yeah, well that date's still going to be here. So you might as well get on the books <laughs> right. while you can. You
0: know? <laughs> well, didn't I mention to you is like, I feel like I should just start booking two appointments at a time. Cause it's like, I know I'm going to want one, you know, uh, 60 days, 90 days afterwards. But if I wait until the day I have my appointment, that appointment's not going to be there anymore.
1: Well at this point you're very correct because I'm booking almost seven months out right now. Wow. So that's uh yeah. I wasn't I, expecting that, but it's a real thing. I'm having to say to people like, Hey, if you think you're gonna get back in here in like a month, you're not correct. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's without another shutdown. I mean, not like it's hoping nothing else happens, but like Yeah, I know, right? Know, like... As
1: long as I can keep working, I'm good. As long as I can keep working, I got my mask, all that. I just need to be not told I'm not allowed to work. <laughs>
0: it's true. But we could talk tattoos all day. Maybe we can get into that a little bit too, but we're really here to talk about the Bangor comic and toy con that was supposed to happen in a couple of weekends. Um, but uh, it was supposed to happen C-
1: almost like a year ago.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> big C got in the way though. I like to call it the big C and people yeah. uh, sometimes get the confused with what I mean by the big C, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it was supposed to happen back in April. Um, at the Cross Insurance Center in Bangor, and then it got moved um, because of COVID to uh, October second, third, and fourth. But then again, wasn't really ready. Uh, I was with you guys uh, at OBC having some beers. We were discussing it, and yeah. uh, it wasn't that long afterwards. I got a little message from Will, being like, "Hey, this isn't public yet, but this is what's yeah. going to happen." And so, um, you know, back in the back of our minds, we thought. It's likely going to be postponed, but I feel like none of, none of you guys wanted to actually say it out loud. Um, uh, but now it's back to April. We're we're basically you guys are just skipping a year in a sense now. Pretty much, Pretty yeah. Much. It's
2: it's funny we had this meeting our our last staff meeting last Wednesday, and we're like it's crazy to sit here and think that basically BCTC took a year off between when we when me and Jake took it over from Chris. We had our first one. Um, we feel it was successful. I mean, it was the second second highest attendance for any of the, the VCTCs that's ever happened yeah. and all this, you know, all this going into, to this year and easily like the biggest, biggest year, I honestly think we would have ever had biggest guests list. Uh, you, yeah. Justin, you know some of the ins and outs of things we were working on and things that were in place to be happening for this convention um So now it's like, yeah, it's going to be another year before we have have our next convention. Yeah.
1: Well, the nice thing is, is that it's not at least another year because, like, we thought it was going to be in October, so that was like six months, and now pushing it again, it's like, oh, damn! I mean, it's only like six months away, if that. So. I mean,
0: but is it crazy? I mean, it, the fact that you, you you guys obviously work day jobs too. This is your your side business, but like. I remember working for a concert company in Massachusetts where a festival in the summertime was our end game once a year. And so we built up and built up and built up to that day. I feel like you guys have had to do that for April of 2020. And then it's like, okay, it didn't happen. You have a couple of weeks. You're probably like, okay, breathe, I can breathe a little bit. And then it's try to get the guests in line and back up to October. And then yeah. it doesn't happen. And now you have to wait six more months. So like you guys have all that build up for nothing. Yeah. Twice already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> it, was,
2: yeah, it was one of those where I don't even think we, we really breathed. It was like, okay, so we're moving it here. Uh, we were instantly, like, jumping on, making sure we got the guests lined up. Um, I think we maybe took, like, I think we did, what, a few more of the Don't Cross the Stream webisodes uh, that we had lined up, and then we're like, all right, like, full on back into this in hopes that, you know, we were going to be able to make it happen. And the closer it got, obviously, it just, it was clear it well, wasn't getting better.
1: And we kept saying to people, we were like, listen, we are going to do this event until we are told we cannot do this event. And we didn't necessarily get told we couldn't, but it was what, Will? It was like, uh, you know, mid-August and we still didn't have a definitive, yes, you can have your full event. It was like, Well, the state is still under a state of emergency, which says you can only have 50 people and we have over 100 vendors. So, I mean, there's just we had to just be like, all right, well, this is obviously not going to happen. But um, part of it blows, but part of it is a huge relief because anybody that does know what's going on in Maine that Millinocket wedding, which I hate to keep bringing it up because I know those people that brought it up, I'm sure that they were so sick of thinking about it. And uh, I feel bad for them that their wedding is related to this, but that could have been us. And I kept Mm -hmm. saying that to Will. I was like, you know, all it takes is two or three people to end up being associated with our event. And then they're going to be like, now all you're going to hear is great. The Bangor Comic and Toy Con game, yeah. and they brought us back our second wave. Yep,
3: absolutely. And,
0: and it's weird because it's like, it's this this wedding? You keep on hearing about the wedding, the wedding. The, they wouldn't go. They wouldn't the red go. Wedding. <laughs> they, they wouldn't go the event. They'd say the Bangor Comic and Toy Con over and over and over again, which is a benefit that they get is that it's not, they don't say the person's name. It's not, you know, John Doe and Jane Doe. They're saying the Millinocket wedding at Big Moose Inn or whatever. The the downside to what you guys would have to go through is it would say Bangor Toy and Comic Con or Comic and Toy Con, and it would have to be like that would be decimating to you guys. Yeah, absolutely. 100% So
1: 100% would not help our image, that's for sure, especially with like, you know, what we're trying to already, you know, put together for everybody, like a family-friendly event, like come hang out, we're being super chill about stuff, and they're like, oh, by the way, we're also the reason why the second wave happened in Maine. <laughs> we're
0: gonna start writing a horror movie for it, right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So with it being postponed, is it, I mean, I have you guys honestly working with people, but is it most of the same guests set lined up or are you still working on that?
1: Uh, will, if you want to take that one.
0: Yeah. So I think the, the
2: plan is to have as, as many of the original guests still back um, as long as they're able to be there. Uh, we've already got the Clerks Trio locked in. Um, Jason Font will not be there, but obviously we'll be talking about that later. Uh, we have added another Power Ranger to join uh, Catherine Sutherland, uh, which yep. we haven't announced yet. Um, so a few new faces, uh, but we're trying to do everything in our power to get that same guest list back. Yep. Uh, though I guess the one fun thing I about this for us is uh, obviously no their conventions are, you know, well there's a few small things that are still happening this year. Um, but where we were kind of, you know, main being where it was, so few COVID cases, um, and us still holding on to hope, we've had a number of uh, guests actually reach out to us and say, hey, like, your convention, your is your convention still happening? I want to come to it. Um, so it's given us some other opportunities to look at, you know, if, you know, the original lineup is not able to, to make it, uh, yeah. or depending on. You know hey do we do we say, let's add you know we we kept saying like this is our guest limit, we're not going over it and then we always kept you know somehow we'd we'd add somebody else in or something else in um and I was like, all right, but that's it
3: well, we're uh, pretty
1: much at that right now, if you think about like who we are or- originally were trying to make sure we still had, and because that we thought we were losing Jonathan Frakes and McFoley, and then Kevin Eastman, we ended up bringing in. Uh, Ranky and Saf from the Tiger King. So, but if all those people can still come, we're just going to, we're going to have extra people now.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, like I said, I mean, there, there's a few emails that we've gotten where me and Jay have discussed things and we'll see, you know, like I said, the the goal at the end of the day is to have the same guest list that we had. Um, and if we lose some of those, we have some cool options in the, on the back burner. But I can say, as of right now, the only guest that we know won't be back will be Jason Font, um, as we're we're doing something else with him now.
0: Uh, Was it just because he's booked somewhere else? Is that what it is, or is it just won't be able to make it up there? Is it? I mean,
1: no, that's because we're doing the oh, because we're doing uh, that
0: one. Okay, so
1: we figure we're going to do that, and then then there's no reason to have him back. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So we figure we jump in and with Catherine and this other person, they're very uh, close and they they work together all the time. So honestly, it, it may be kind of a blessing in disguise. Jason gets to come up and do this event with us, come uh, uh, promote his new action figure and everything. And then we get to have still Catherine and then the other guests that we haven't uh, announced yet. And they are super tight. So they're gonna be, I just I just think it's, it's honestly gonna work out for the better.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, we can jump into that too really quickly while we're on the subject that Jason uh, is coming up um, to Maine the same weekend. Do you want to jump in on that, Will, or, or Jay, either one?
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll go for it. I'll hold this up with the info and you can talk about
0: it. Yeah, so uh, basically,
2: uh, Jason Font had reached out a month before the convention and was like, hey, are you guys still happening um, with everything going on? I've been booking some comic book shop tours. Um and obviously i still want to do your event if i can but if you guys aren't happening i want to try to book something uh we were very hopeful that the event was still going to happen uh obviously it's not so jay and i were like well what can we still do um to still bring something here this year for people uh, but make sure it's still very safe um and you know and organized and uh but fun so we yep. reached out to Jason and we were like, hey, you know, I'm sorry. We were very hopeful, um, but it's not going to happen. What are your thoughts on bringing your comic book shop tour here? I mean, we've already got your flights booked. Um, I mean, the hotel, we can already grab that. And he was like, yeah, I mean, I'm up for whatever. He's like, I I, I want to come to Maine. Uh, these have been going really well for me. So if you guys feel that it's good for you, then let's go for it um so now we've got like a four-day jam-packed event with uh with jason um we're going to be the plan is originally it was going to fly in wednesday and we we're going to do friday saturday sunday events um because flights now change and he'll be here on wednesday uh yeah. so we're adding adding a portland stop friday morning um so we'll go down to Either going to try to do something with Bull Moose or one of the comic shops down in Portland. Um, come back Friday night for a VIP dinner that Jason wanted to set up at Seasons. Uh, so that's a, it's a different event, but it's, it's one of those where uh, you get to, you know, you, you pay, you get to hang out, have a meal, uh, talk with him, get selfies. It's no autographs or anything that night, but just a cool experience, I guess, for people to have. Um, and then Saturday morning, we're going down to 3D Games uh, down in Farmington. And he'll be doing a signing down there with them at their shop. Uh, we'll be coming back that night and doing another event at Seasons, another signing event. Um, photos, selfies, maybe a little panel or something. We'll, we'll figure it out. And then uh, we're going to wrap up Sunday morning at Galactic Comics uh, with Paul. Yep. and uh have another ap- appearance there and the cool thing with uh the 3d game shop and paul's shop is we worked with bob raymond who does everything for us all of all of our poster art uh designed our paul bunyan logo um then he made uh two different prints so there'll be an exclusive print for each of those two shops to hopefully entice people you know, hey, yes, you could come to Seasons for the dinner. You could go to the the bigger signing event at Seasons, but if you choose to go to this local comic shop, then here's an an incentive for doing that opposed to these other events. Um, and then the the cool, you know, the safety piece there. We're limiting it to however many. You know, we're having I think three or four tickets um, per like half an hour block. Yep. So everything's gonna be a phone call, like hey, you're reserved between 11 and 11.30, sit out in the parking lot, we'll call you, you come in, you're the only person in there. Um, So then that also allows them that one-on-one experience with Jason, uh, but it keeps it, you know, the the social distancing piece in place um, and helps keep everybody safe and whatnot.
0: Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Cause I mean, I know, I mean, to Paul's where I buy my comic books now here at Galactic Comics in Bangor, and he's not open on Sundays usually. So it's right. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's closed. And so, uh, yeah. And so he, uh, doing that 11 to three thing is pretty cool too, for someone to see the shop who maybe had never been in there, but want to meet Jason font and, and, uh, get an autograph from a power ranger or anything like that. It's pretty cool too.
1: Well, and it's you cool. Know? Cause he's got his new action figure coming out and, Jason's just a really good dude. And if you're going to, you know, if this is your first experience going out meeting anybody like that, like he's, he's a really good person to break into that with uh, super down to earth, very appreciative and everything. And you know, we're at the core, we're just trying to give another experience for people to get a little bit of normalcy, you know, like we wanted our event to happen so badly and it's just not going to happen right now. But if we can at least do this, Get people something to come out, meet somebody that they like, ask a couple questions, get some stuff signed, get his action figure and all that. Like, you know, mental health alone right, right now is plummeting with a lot of people. And I, I appreciate that Will jumped on the, uh, jumped on this, you know, and we were both on board that we were going to postpone the comic convention and everything, but what was like, Hey, we already got this taken care of with Jason. Jason's doing this, this tour to promote, um, new movie coming out and all that that they're working out all the power ranger guys all the old school guys um so yeah i just I, i'm very excited that we at least have something to give us a little bit of that feeling
0: which is pretty cool because it's also like i don't know it's it's not like crowds of people i mean when you go to comic cons and you have the main the main person there it's you wait in lines and you have this like big people around there and people getting rushed by if you have yeah. that half an hour slot with only a few people in there it's like that's pretty cool. And and this is experience. I'm guessing Jason wasn't gonna do a VIP dinner normally. Would that would would that have happened if Comic Con was going on? No.
2: No, so. no, I don't think so. I think it was one of those where uh Jason wanted like if so if COVID hadn't been happening, Jason still was gonna come up a day early. Uh and he likes to go to the like the children's camp like children's hospital or cancer centers. Um so he was really hoping to do that. Obviously, with COVID, that's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, there was there was like no dinner prior plan, and he was like, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm here. Like, let's make the most of it." Um, you know, his flight got messed up, and they basically tried to put in like a red eye with five stops, <laughs> uh, opposed to like a normal eight hour flight here. Yeah. Um, so like he was cool, and you know, we moved it to Wednesday, and he's like, hey, "I'm already there, so let's." let's make the most of it. Let's add in some more stops. If we can figure it out, like, um, I'm not going to ask for more money. Like that's just, you know, let's just try to make the most of it while I'm there. And so, which, which is a nice, you know, nice to not have to have that concern of, you know, you usually be like, Oh, well I'll do this. Or yeah, I'll, I'll add this event on with you guys, but mm-hmm. I need something on the back end for myself. Right. And so for him to just be like, no, let's throw it in there. Tell me, tell me where we're going and I'll make it happen
0: you bring it, bring him to a sea dogs game oh wait that's not happening oh a hockey game oh wait that's not happening uh
1: we'll bring him to a waterfront concert yeah there you go oh wait
0: <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty cool though i guess shows like it's also the experience that we talked about when i was on your don't cross the stream and i've talked with other people about And actually i think i probably talked a little bit with jay when he was on the podcast uh, a little while back but um is that the experience of like an organic a uh, homegrown like Comic-Con fest, uh, event con- convention like you guys have um, is that you get this meet these people that maybe you never would have gotten a chance to meet. And this is even more homegrown with a comic book shop or like at Seasons. It's like, it's even more down to earth in, in the aspect of maybe there's people out there that might want to go to this, you know, juice and font thing that maybe never would have gone to Comic-Con, but doing this might propel them into actually going and seeing the bigger yeah. event later on, which is really yeah. cool.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's funny because if you think about coming to an event like this, to us, this is such a low scale thing compared to like these bigger events that like, yeah, I mean, I hope that that's something that people jump onto and they're like, man, you know, I've always wanted to do an event like this or go to one and I wasn't really sure if it was going to be for me, if it was going to be too overwhelming and everything because you know, not, not that it's the same scale, but I'll tell you the first convention I went to, I wanted to dress up and my anxiety was through the roof because I just, uh, you know, other people going to conventions, they laugh at me even saying this, but I was like, is anybody else going to be dressed up? (laughs) Like, am I going to be the only person that's dressed up? And, you know, and like two seconds of being there, I got people like wanting to take my picture and be like, man, what an awesome outfit. I'm just like, Oh my God, my people, my people. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, it,
0: it's a know? great story. Cause I love telling like these, like the, the, there should be like a whole set. You guys should do a, um, a don't cross the streams on like your first con experience. It doesn't have to be Bangor <laughs> or Comic-Con, but just those kind of stories Because I mean, mine's kind of similar. I went to a small comic con in uh Massachusetts, not Boston, but like somewhere out, uh, Northern Massachusetts. And I, there was like, it was like December ish was the con or like November ish. I had just dressed up like, um, logan not wolverine but i had like the wolverine claws i had a leather jacket I have uh, these dog tags that are wolverine nice. dog tags i nice. just done it and then i brought like i wore the outfit minus the jacket and the claws and yeah. i didn't do my hair out because i'm like i don't <laughs> want to dress up this is going to be weird and i went inside again everybody was dressed up the same thing happened as i actually had like purchased a couple of uh, comic books that jim steranko had had Done the art for and I was like, oh, I'll yep. go up to his place and get him signed. And like, he's not gonna let me sign him. He's gonna make me do the. And I walked up there. He's like, Hey, Eddie, got anything else you want me to sign? And I'm like, God damn it, they're in the car. And i it would like this whole like <laughs> mentality of like, I thought I was gonna be overwhelmed by by meeting these people and doing these things. And you know, when I met uh, George Perez, he literally was like, Oh yeah, it's forty bucks for a picture. And I'll sign anything you have. And there were people bringing like stacks of things up there. And I brought my like three comic books. I'm like, God dang it. I could have (laughs) like seriously out of all the people. And so like, yeah, that'd be actually kind of fun experience. Like anybody's big comic con experiences versus their small comic con experiences. And just know that. I mean,
1: I'm down to do anything like that. I'll tell you right now, man, I miss like just right now sitting in front of my iPad and seeing Will in front of his pop characters and everything. Like, I miss it, man. We were doing, well, we did maybe like 16 episodes, 17 episodes
2: yeah, or something I want to say at least 16 or 17. We, it's funny, like, you know, we, we kind of talk about it on the web show, but it's one of those things where we had no idea. Like, you know, I was, I was over at Chelsea's house and I was like, Hey Jay, call me. It was like 1130 at night. And I'm like, I was like, just call me. I, I, I got to run something by you. And he's like, uh, all right, give me a few minutes. I was like, look, I've got this like list made out. Like, this is what I'm thinking of doing. Like, all these other con- like a few of these other conventions are doing it. They seem to be going well. And he's like, well, I mean, I guess if we can put some content together. I'm like, listen, I've got like eight episodes. Like, I've already got planned out. And <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess we can give it a shot. And I'll be honest, it was one of those where I, you know, I've had no experience with OBS. I didn't know what I was doing you know, and and thank God for, uh, you know, Dave and Kelly, you know, from Winterhouse for, you know, being there and helping me, you know, get everything set up and, you know, and make backdrops and this and that and walk, walk us through and our team. And I think Justin, even you said it on one prior to us, even doing it just like these test runs to, all right, how does this work? Is this going to work? Like, how do I do this? How do I do that? Um, and then it it's funny you how you say
0: eight episodes. I think it took you eight episodes to be on time and actually get things going correctly.
2: <laughs> I don't
1: I think <laughs> I don't we, think we ever were again. on time. So, <laughs> I don't think we were on time once, <laughs> dude. Well then it's like That's
2: we had like the, the episode with like Lou where like we were good to go. <laughs> and Jay's like, all right, Lou so we'll save this, you know, for when we get on air. <laughs> and Lou just goes on, and we're like 15 minutes later, and we're like, all right, Lou. We, we gotta get we gotta get rolling. No, Hold on a minute. Let me tell you this story. Like, Lou. Okay. Save it for the episode.
3: Po-
0: yeah. the whole point of a podcast or a live stream like that is just shoot the shit on on the air. Like, it's. I
1: think I think that was the worst part about it for us is that we'd get together. Like, I jump on, or like Will it be on. I jump on, and then we'd kind of shoot the shit, and then somebody would jump on. We'd be waiting for the other one to be shooting the shit. Then the other one would jump on. And next thing you know, it's like eight thirty, and it's like, hey, we need to start this. Stop talking about stuff. Save it <laughs> for the episode.
0: Well, now okay. I understand, like the Nerdist podcast. Uh, what's the space? I think he, when you sit in the room, he presses record, and yeah. when you have an engineer, sound engineer who's editing all this, and they get paid for that. I understand yeah. that. But you yeah. know, Will knows, and you know, Jay, that like when like the whole thing we talk about at the very beginning, when you, before anyone starts an episode on on my podcast and on your stream is shut up for 30 seconds. Cause we have to, we have to do the intro and the intro music and all that. Especially, yeah. especially in a live broadcast for me, it's like five seconds. So I know where to cue my edits. I can right. add the audio on before the, the intro music and all that stuff. But it's like, right. when you have someone's job is to sound engineer and do all that crap for you. Yeah. Just press record. When someone sits down and shoot the shit and maybe that makes the episode, maybe it doesn't, but at yeah, least like you have, you know, <laughs> something and it's just kind of funny it's funny how you mentioned lou uh lou temple um i'm rewatching the walking dead tv show on my days off and he just got shot in the episode uh when they're at the prison but i forgot Spoiler! Like, pre- <laughs> i think it's long enough okay we're, <laughs> we're about to go into the 11th season here i think season two is yeah. a little open for grabs um but i forgot the f- episodes previous to that which is kind of funny that he was actually kind of a creep like he was <laughs> He was hitting on the 17-year-old girl and then like well, was hitting a-
1: in in the episode he was with us he actually thought his character was a little bit of like a different kind of character so he was he was acting a certain way and then he told us that that's not really how the director wanted it so that's why there's actually kind of a little bit of a miscommunication on who he is as a character
0: but yeah. And then it becomes really sad because he, like, he originally was, like, tells um Carol, she's like, and you're a lesbian, so I don't you know, I'm going, like, and she <laughs> goes, I'm not a lesbian. She starts laughing and whatever. She walks away. But, like, I, I, the episode before, earlier in the episode where he gets shot is he's really nice to Carol. And he explains yeah. the whole story of him and how he went to do armed robbery, but he had a water pistol and then went back to his house and his brother had a gun. And when the police came to find him, they searched the house and found his brother's gun and felt that it matched the description. And she was all, like, like all sweet. And then he said something to her that was really sweet. And she, like, smiles and walked away. And then later in that episode, she gets shot. I'm like, God damn it, Robert Kirkman. this th- <laughs> <laughs> the <hell?" laughs> like, they like, I went from, like, hating the- this dude from hitting on a 17-year-old girl to loving this dude because he was super nice and then you kill him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, dude, and that's, that's walking dead for you, though. Yeah. The second that you connect with a character that's not a main character,
0: dead. I think it's one of the things that made it so successful as a as a TV show was that like Robert Kirkman and, and, and Gimple, you know, the guys that ran the show are just like, this is how we're going to run the show because we don't care at this point. Like, you know, let's kill off someone if they want to kill off someone because it's a worthwhile TV show. And it's true because, I mean, you know. Let's be honest, in a show like that in The Walking Dead, like, when are the real stars in the last 11 years in this world? Like,
3: yeah. Just so
0: happens that Rick doesn't die the entire, you know, that kind of thing. It's like, something would happen. You'd get bit on the leg by something at some random time. And he does that. He ends up making it so that people were surprisingly killed. Um, But the whole, like, back and forth thing where he made me hate the character, then love the character, then, like, that was toying with my heart. That was not not nice of you.
1: The the biggest thing I could do without the walking dead was rick's uh realizations you know it was always like the end of a season where he'd give like a a speech on what he realizes was good and what was bad about what just happened and you're just like uh, (laughs) like every time
0: (laughs) which is funny how we're talking about the walking dead here for a second because when i picked up my so the best thing about paul eaton's comic book shop galactic comics and collectibles is that he's open five to nine and so for me, I work on Wednesdays like 10 to, to, to 9 or most of the time. But it's, the schedule's changing now. I get out at 6 now, which is really nice. But is that I get out at like 8.30 and I text Paul and I'm like, Paul, I'm on my way. Don't close the shop. I'm right there. <laughs> and this past week, I got there at like 8.30 or whatever. And for like 10 minutes, we just chatted The Walking Dead. There's a customer in the, yeah. in the store. They're standing over there with their mask. I'm over here. Paul's over here. and We're like picking up my comic books. <laughs> He's ringing him up. And we go on and on and on. And finally, I was just like, okay, guys, I got to go. I got to go. I can talk about The Walking Dead for the rest of the night. Like, I got to right. go. And I just walked <laughs> Like, see you next week, Paul. And I just walked out the door and left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Because starting right.
0: October 7th, I think it's a Wednesday, uh, The Walking Dead Deluxe comes out, which is basically the new, they're redoing the comic book with color pages instead of black and white and they're adding a few like cool things at the end of it and so it's just another way for image and robert kirkman and skybound to make a bunch of money off of make it. money
1: <laughs> yeah yep. i think i stopped at uh volume 24 i need to pick back up once i'll be able to tell you what it was. was i
0: used to have them i d- i sold them all when i when i wanted some room for some other stuff but yeah um
1: once i found out there was an end i was like all right i'll pick it back up
0: <laughs> I, I read it all again during when we, the shutdown, like March 15th ish, like right. Maybe the March 20th, March 22nd. I started reading it again. Cause right around then beginning of April, when so they stopped coming out with new Marvel comic books because of the whole diamond fiasco. right, right, right. Yeah, and yeah. so like, I want, want to read these comics that I had in my hand, like, okay, there's ghost spider or whatever. Spider-Man number five, but I know number six is not going to go for months. So I was right. like, I'll just wait to read that. And I was like, let's read something that I know I can continue to read. And, I reread number one through 193 um, on my iPad, and it was it was well worth it. And then I'm like, oh, now I watch the TV show to like piggyback on it. And part of me is now going to do it because I kind of fell off the last season of the Walking Dead TV show. Um, And now that I know it's ending next season, season 11, I was like, oh, okay, let's get back on it and like watch the whole thing over again. And
1: yeah, I need to jump back into it for sure. Moses actually, he posted a picture of him and Tishay with. um, I can't remember her real name, but who plays Michonne.
0: Danai uh, Guerrero? Gu- deny Den- or something like that? Sure. Something along those lines.
1: I'm not going to try to pronounce that, but he you know, posted that photo Michonne about them being done.
2: credit to Justin for...
0: Huh?
2: I said, yeah, I would have just Michelle Michonne some more credit to Justin for sticking with yeah,
0: right. I think. Well, I been- messaged A-N-A-I. Moses A-N-A-I. after,
2: and I just was
1: like... I had no idea the show was actually ending. Is it like over now? And he's like, they're going to do one more season. And uh, they're calling it after that. But they've got like spinoffs and they got a couple movies. Yeah, got Which a I can of-
0: understand because like me and the biggest thing, like what's the best thing that Star Wars has come out with in the past couple of years, right? Mandalorian, right?
1: Mandalorian. Yeah. It's a
0: spinoff in a sense. So it's like, I can understand when you get to a certain point with a certain uh, you know, series or, or universe as an example, like do some spinoffs, find out what other groups of people have been able to do and, and, and do some cool yeah. things. Cause I mean, I don't mind the idea of like, there's a book that came out recently called the alien, which is the walking dead spinoff book. Yeah, yeah, it's I a, saw that
3: it's a, it's,
0: yeah, I made him order it for me. I was so kind of disappointed. Cause it's like, it looks as thick as a graphic novel. So you'd think maybe three or four issues worth of comic books in one. It's one issue. It's one small issue. It doesn't. The hard cover makes it look way bigger than it actually is, and uh, sealed. The whole thing is, is sealed a and shrink. It's a one-off. It's basically um, the idea is it's based in Barcelona, and okay. so it's kind of cool that it's like a, a variation. And it does. I'm not going to spoil it, but this does connect yeah. to the actual Walking Dead universe from the United States. And so, in that sense, it's really cool how it does that. But that also tells me that we, we were you could, you could do that. Figure out someone's, you know. Uh, some sort of way to connect it. And you could even do like what they did with Fear the Walking Dead, which someone goes over to that show, even for a couple of episodes, just to bring people over to watch it and go, oh, that's a pretty cool yeah. show or a movie right. or whatever. I mean, X-Files did it well with their movies. Yeah. I mean, they were able to do some feature films that were in the theaters. Um, speaking of that, Taylor and I are rewatching the X-Files now, which I, I'm rewatching <laughs> it. She's watching it for the first time. And that's I yeah. just, I love that shit. So, but yeah.
3: I, I never got into X-Files.
0: It's funny. I don't want to move my camera because it's set up in a certain way, but on the back of my door I have the I Want to Believe poster from uh, Fox Mulder's office. <laughs> nice.
1: Bye. nice.
0: But this is, so you guys had um, two characters from The Walking Dead. Three,
1: three? Four characters from The Walking Dead. We've got
0: a number, yeah. Yeah, we've got a
1: number now. Because even yeah. uh, Denise Crosby, she was yep. in The Walking Dead.
2: Denise Crosby, um, Moses the Shay, Cooper, Lou. Lou. Um, uh, is that everybody? Right? I think that might be it. That's uh, it. I, I mean, that- come
0: on. Let's be honest. That's a pretty good lineup for people. Yeah. For us, so. <laughs> I mean Cooper, I mean you guys know my, my feelings about Cooper Andrews, one of the best char- one of the best people you've ever gotten to come to Bangor yeah. Comic Con and was a fill in for someone else who was from yeah. The Walking Dead that didn't wasn't able to make I, it. I yeah.
1: yeah. You know, yeah. and I wonder about things like that though too, where it's like, you know, not to say anything about Ryan, I would have mm-hmm. loved to have Ryan. I still would love to have Ryan at our event, but I feel like our experience with Cooper overall, long-term, you know, is probably better than what we would have had with Ryan. I I doubt that I'd be late night video chatting with Ryan as opposed to Cooper (laughs) or, or having Cooper jump on our web show and, you know, putting together a care package to send to Ryan as opposed to Cooper. So, it, it was a really good trade or doing the movie preview or the premiere with Shazam yeah, and with Shazam everything, and you know, that's an unbelievable
0: story. I tell that story to a lot of people about Cooper Andrews doing that. Not just cause I like him as a person. And I met him and stuff like that, yeah. but the idea that the cool thing about the Bangor Comic-Con, you'd never get that from the Boston Comic-Con or New York Comic-Con or any of those places. No, There's no way that someone would be like, Oh, my movie's premiering tonight. Let's go watch it for free. They are, you know, <laughs> yeah, not the, for free, but you yeah, know what I mean? Like
2: throwing the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the walking dead, like the, the walking dead game and, It was just supposed to be like, the theater was like, Hey, if we give you guys like 10, 20 bucks to put in the machine, like, can we get Cooper playing it for promo video? And I'm like, sure. So I think like Jay started out and then I jumped in and then like it just like kept like, you know, people were just piling around and like taking photos and video of Cooper playing and we're like grabbing some of our staff. He's like, yeah, somebody else get in here. Who's next? And I ended up just, like, being random people who were there to watch the movie. Also then got to sit and play the Walking Dead game with yeah. Cooper. Like, he's in, like, full Jerry mode, like, quoting. Like, <laughs> like, it was, yeah, and then, like, yeah, going in and it wasn't, he wasn't even, the plan wasn't for him to even watch the movie. Uh, the, I think the plan was because he had to fly into Portland and Jay went down and picked him up that morning. And uh, it was just going to be one of those where, people go in and watch the movie and then come out and surprise we're hanging out. Like we're there to promote the convention and oh, look, Cooper's there. You can meet him. And uh, then randomly, I think that on the ride up with Jay or like a few days prior, uh, you know, Juliet, his agent messaged Jay and was like, Hey, so this is originally what Cooper was going to do, but he wants to know if he can just hang out and watch the movie with everybody.
1: Yeah, he was like, his wife hasn't seen it yet, Aubin. She'd like to see it. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> And the Bangor like, cinemas go, yeah, for 20 bucks. You can <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <for eight. laughs> well, now they would. Back then it was okay. Now they're like, no, we need the money.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no, for real. You're not coming in. I don't care if you're in the movie. <laughs> it's $20. You're in the movie, Yeah,
3: sure you are. <laughs> they all say that. To, yeah. to
2: kind of add on to what Jay's saying, though, like, with the Cooper thing, like that kind of almost like blessing in disguise. Yeah, like from everything we've heard, Ryan would have been fantastic. And we know there were a ton of people who were only coming to the convention for Ryan. Uh, but it's almost like that snowball effect. Okay, well, we got Cooper. We got an amazing experience. All of us have, you know, great stories to share. Uh, but then like fast forward to now, and not only losing Ryan and getting Cooper, it's now opened the door because of having Cooper and the agent who he has, it's now got us the clerks trio. And like to to sit here and think like, oh yeah, at one point in time, we never would have thought we would have had Brian, Brian and Jay alone. And the fact that, you know, Jeff finally decides that he's going to start doing events Mm. and be able to get Jeff added in there. And then even at one point, like it's, it's not going to happen, but I mean, we've heard it over and over again. Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith to the point where Jay finally just like reached out to Juliet and was like, Hey, do you know who like would rep him? And like, or, you know, what we'd go like, we're not saying we want to do it. And then she's like, yeah, I can make it happen. This is what you guys are going to be looking at. um, If you want to, if you want to do it. And we're like, okay. (laughs) Good to know.
0: Well, Uh, what I would say, and this is just me spitballing is I would say I'd, partner with waterfront concerts on this and have him come and do a stand-up show yeah right and in connection so that there's a there's a cross marketing you know fees that are shared and all that well you're not
1: wrong there i mean that's really the way to do it with kevin smith that's that's the way to do it for if anybody that knows that side of it how he works what he expects like you pretty much do need to book like a third party event if you're gonna it could be
0: cross insurance arena in portland so it's like a split yeah. thing in maine That it's like people in portland get an experience that's a stand-up thing and then they come right. to the comic-con in bangor yeah, that's like how that. i would do it and i obviously yeah. don't know that. i do know the backings we talked about at the beginning of the episode about my working for a concert company i know that it's not like oh just get this person to come to your comic-con it's there's yeah. <laughs> guarantees in there and there's ticket sales there's a bunch of other things that go into it and so it's not as easy for us when people are always like you should get right. this person. And it's like, well, yeah, no shit. We should get that person.
1: Yeah, I'd love to.
3: Yeah. I should like, get we, Robert
0: Downey Jr. That would be amazing. Sure. Yeah. I mean, like, and, and we love hearing like, people's
2: thoughts on who we should get. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the same time, it's a lot of the people don't, like like you just said, Justin, you get it. But a lot of people don't understand, like, okay, it's not just as simple as bringing this person. You're looking at, a guarantee you're looking at per diem you're looking at flight where are they flying out of what type of flight do they want is it just economy do they want business first class um you know like hotel there's all of these, these backing things that go into travel it. yeah yep. like yeah and like you know travel from home to airport from airport to here
1: And sometimes it's hard to not be a dink when, you know, somebody says, hey, you should get this person and then you go, okay, well, what's their per diem? They're like, what? You're like, all right, next. You know, like, you don't mean to be a jerk, but if you're like, if you don't even know what is one small part of the deal, then like, I'm sorry, like, you know, it's a lot of work involved and that's a lot on our end. You got to, you got to accept responsibility for it. And and it's different And and the biggest thing, I'm sorry, the biggest thing is also demographic, you know, and the nice thing is when there's certain agents that understand that, like, you know, Joanna is somebody that we work with, and she's great at understanding that in this area, this person is not going to bring in this many people. Yes, they are popular, but there's not that enough population. So they're going to drop down their numbers, you know, because they know, hey, this is more realistic. And it's nice when you can get people like that, but also again, there's some people that you reach out to, and they don't care. They're like, you know, this is what this person gets. This is what they expect. Either do it or don't. You know, and yeah, you're trying so to be like, if you don't oh, do listen. it, they're gonna get
2: it somewhere else. So
1: yeah, oh, and that's exactly. and that's what
0: and we talked about this. I mean, this is some of the things that we talked about off air uh, when you guys met with me at uh, a Brewing Company was, you know, not going into specifics, but the idea that can this person. Can you reach out to this agent and be like, "Hey, we're dealing with COVID nineteen pandemic right now. We want to still do this. Is there a way that their their guarantee can be lowered, or so on and so forth?" And that's one thing that you guys dealt with. I will say, um, San Diego Comic Con, New York Comic Con, Boston Comic Con had these huge, I say corporation, but huge businesses that are backing these things as yeah, national absolutely. sponsors. And you know, at the comic cons and inventions conventions that happen all over the country are like, "Hey, Budweiser is sponsoring this festival." It's like. Yeah. Well, there's a big money draw there because Budweiser right. giving them thousands of dollars so that if they don't make their guarantee, you can pull into that sponsorship money that you guys aren't getting because you're a homegrown, you know, local right. uh, Comic-Con. And yeah. so one of those things that you guys dealt with, with, you know, COVID and trying to run something on COVID, which was how do we pay these people if no one comes or how do we pay these people if you can only have 50 people in a building at a time or because I mean, technically, you probably could have gone around the vendors being employees. I mean, they could have probably done something, but then you guys would have had to answer all those questions and all that stuff too. It's like, I mean, yeah. for us, well, like we we have a capacity of 50 people at Orna Brewing yeah. Company, but that doesn't include my kitchen staff or my bartenders yeah. or a host right. or myself or anybody that's paid to yeah, be yeah. there. That's it's technically workers. Room. So in a sense, you might have been able to push it saying vendors are there. But then you have to deal with, can we pay with 50 people being in the building at once? And so you guys dealt flow with all that crap. Flow
1: of traffic is another one for sure for us. Like, can, can we regulate things and make it so that this is like, I don't know how to say it, like it, only this amount of people are in a certain amount of time kind of thing and still get the amount of numbers that you would normally get. And uh, yeah, you're totally right about sponsors and stuff like that. I mean... That's the biggest thing with a lot of things. Like, if the guarantee was an issue, that would never, I'd be like, yeah, we'll book anybody that you want. If I don't have to worry about the money, you know, if like, if, if we don't have to worry about these people getting the the guarantee and what they're supposed to get, then absolutely, I'll book Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Sure. Let's right. do it. We'll, we'll book
0: the whole Avengers staff. We'll do it. You know, you're doing I mean, like, we'll do like a thing. We'll do an Avengers thing. But
1: we have his agent contact. We can yeah. get a hold of these people. It's just, it's it's what comes down to is realistic being like all right cool like yeah you got to meet this person but uh the show isn't gonna happen anymore because we went bankrupt Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know which
0: which is good for people to know that it's you two it's like it's you and your family it's like it's not there's no one like the stop buck stops at jay and will like that's the that's the comic-con yes you guys have a lot of people to help you put the comic-con on let's not discount that at all there's yeah absolutely a huge part of that But if tomorrow you were to put the Comic-Con on, say, on October 2nd, and 15% of the people that were supposed to come came, and you made no money, basically, and you just barely afforded to pay your costs of actually putting the Comic-Con on, but not the guarantees to all the people, you would have to worry about paying that all yourself. And all of those volunteers that helped you and all the people that did all the nice things for you, all their work goes for naught because yeah. now you can't put a festival or favorite festival, but Comic-Con on anymore yeah. because yeah. you guys don't have any money to pay your own bills. You know, it's like, it's it's just, there is this backing of it. So making a smart decision to not do it in October when you, you know, it almost is good that you, you were forced not to do it in a sense because now you guys don't have to do as much risk on the act of putting it on because... Yeah you know
2: and that was the big thing we were talking about too is like okay so now that we're pushing this you know originally when we were pushing it to october you know and we're like well you know some of these guests like there were guests we didn't announce we had never heard back from but we're like okay well do we do we try to get somebody else and we're like no like the, 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 the like the answer everybody wants is yes you're gonna find a replacement but like you just said we've never done an event this big in october we've done the smaller convention we've done like the halfway things um but we've never done something this large at this scale with this much money on the line in the fall um and we're like well you know we we, and we don't know what we're gonna get attendance wise like how many people are going to be scared away because of this so it's better to say hey yeah this is what our plan was but a b c and d can't make it now but let's say that's forty thousand dollars in guarantees that we don't have to pay like have to have hanging over our head. Yeah, so then we can still do this next year. Yeah. So yeah, maybe a a watered down version and we'll get you the best that we can. Uh and I feel like the lineup we still would have had would have was gonna be great. Like, yes, there were, you know, a couple bigger names that were missing from that. Um, but again to know, hey, this means, you know, we can still do this next year. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm I'm a little bit more, I guess, fortunate than Jay is because, like, if this weren't to work out, I just have myself that I have to, like, okay, I've got to figure out my bills. I've got to figure out how I'm going to take care of myself. But Jay's got a fiance. He's got a son. And how does, like, he turn around to them and say, hey, guys, sorry, like, can't take care of this because I just lost. <laughs> Twenty grand, trying to do this convention.
0: So try, try, yeah. try explaining Try explaining that to someone too. I just lost a bunch of money on a comic con, and see what their <laughs> face looks like. And yeah. they're like, what you did? What?
1: <laughs> somebody's over here with their autograph. They're like slinking into their shirt. Yeah. They're like, well, at least I got I got to meet so and so.
0: What you mean the 40, You mean the forty bucks I spent on this autograph is not going to pay for their their guarantee? <laughs>
1: Yeah, so, I mean, they're you guys- gonna see me on the side of the road and be like, "Well, that was a good Comic Con, though."
2: <laughs> yeah, but that was that was so much fun. Like,
1: yeah,
0: well, are I mean, you I Jay play- from the Comic Con? Like, oh yeah, that's pretty. You had a hell of a Comic Con, man. It was a hell of a Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> you spare some change? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys, so you guys are obviously sad that you're not having it in October, but we're we're excited that you guys can like promote it for April, which is the time for the Bangor Comic Con. Let's be honest. October yeah, would have yeah. been badass, like you said. But really, Bangor Comic-Con happens in the end of April. Like, that's, that's the way it happens now. Like, that's, you gear up I, for the I I don't want to be a Debbie
1: Downer, it. but I need to take this opportunity for anybody that is listening and seeing this to say that there is still the possibility yes. that the world will not be back together by April. We have rescheduled for April, and we are again going to push and push and push to have it for April. Until we are told that we cannot, but yep. we have to remember that April is only like seven months away and the world I mean, is you're still right. a shit show.
0: You're right. And that's, and I'm glad you said that, but in the same sense, you as a, I say, an organization can't just be like, it's postponed indefinitely. You have to put some concrete dates in it. Cause you're not, it's not just an event you guys are putting on for yourselves. It's right. not like you, Jay and Will are the, the feature artists of this event. It's there's a bunch of people you have to put in place. You have to start scheduling ahead of time. So you have to start putting this in place for April to say this is what's gonna happen. Because if you didn't do that, then you would lose guests, you would lose things and so on and so forth. So yes. If
1: if it wasn't for the fact that we have to book these celebrity guests and stuff so far in advance, I feel like we would just straight up put the BCTC in limbo and say, Listen, as soon as this is all copacetic, we will schedule it. But because you have to be like, these people are going to be booked up. We have to get them now. We have to book in a date. That's why we had to schedule when we did. But we're going to announce that as well. We're going to put up things, stuff like that. But the cross asked us to say, just keep people in the loop that there is still the chance. This is not a guarantee that this is happening
0: the guarantee yeah, guess, but, is is that as long as there this does go away some point that you guys are going to do your best to put on a Bangor comic and toy con in Bangor for someone at some 100%. point <laughs> april is the tentative date but yes. <laughs> yeah. your plan is to put it on
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah and i mean i guess the other good thing to add into that too is i mean we we've got it plastered on on facebook on the website uh but you know, people still, no matter what, this would have been year five, will we'll be year five, yeah. Um, and people still don't understand that just because we have a guest doesn't mean that when that date rolls around that that guest will still be there. Um, you know, a lot of these guys, like, it, you know, it says guest subject to change. Um, and I think this would have been the first year that we would have had the convention where the lineup we had in place was still the lineup we would have actually had at the convention. Yeah, uh, but I mean, you know, it's these guys, movies, things come up. Like, you know, and, and at the end of the day, am I going to make more going to film this movie or do a couple conventions? Like, uh, true.
0: I mean, or not even make point? the money, but like,
1: is this going to be my next iconic role Correct. that now I get to go to conventions forever because right, yeah,
2: I was exactly, that guy this, in the movie? Like, could this, yeah, could this be that film that like, or show that you know puts me in? And that place rather like,
0: shows, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Who? What's what's going to come from this opportunity? Like,
0: right? Isn't that the most twenty twenty thing ever, though, for you guys? The fact that you probably would have had the same convention with the same guests you announced, <laughs> and it didn't happen. <laughs> like, isn't that just how this year has gone for most people? It's like... been a
1: wash, dude. It's been a friggin' wash this whole, <laughs> this whole year, dude. <laughs>
0: So I'm guessing um, if you guys, so let's like, we'll play on the, on the, on the side of caution, obviously with a little asterisk saying subject to change because of COVID, but you're right. planning to have the Kirk's uh, guys there, the trio from the clerks, Jason yep. Muse, Brian O'Halloran. And uh, I just had his face in front of me. What's his name? Jeff Anderson. Jeff Anderson. Uh, and you guys will do like, there's going to be things with them together and separately. Is that the plan?
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I was just say like so most of the stuff's gonna happen is is Kevin Eastman now back on for April tentatively yeah. and again depending on COVID situation. Cool.
2: Yeah, I think I depending like on COVID, um, they're basically like so Kevin's plan was we had to book Kevin a year in advance. Like we were like when we reached out and well for the last one we were like oh he's booked you guys will you'll be on the waiting list for 2020. Yep. And then so basically everyone that was supposed to be 2021 is now being pushed back to 2022 the 2022 waiting list becomes a 2023 waiting list and then everyone for 2020 ideally is supposed to be 2021 as long as the dates work out Um, so we've sent courtney um his wife the dates and it's just a matter of making you know making sure they're free so the plan is to have kevin there um we got the clerks trio I'm gonna hope for Foley and Jonathan Freaks to come back. Uh, we've reached out to Dana's agent and the clerk, uh, the Tiger King agent, as well to to find out about those guys. Um, yeah, so
0: that's awesome because I mean, you always don't want to like have to like postpone it and then think of all this like shit hitting the fan and then none of your guests are good that weekend and you have to restart from from scratch again. <laughs> but yeah. this, you know, uh, I mean. So- that's- the nice thing nice. is that we
1: definitely have like the people we can get a hold of. But Kevin and Courtney have been really awesome this whole time, uh, you know, even them doing the web uh series with us and um when Kevin had officially said that he couldn't do our event, they did even offer to do a a, a live um panel uh for our event. So, I'm very confident that they're going to try to do whatever they can to make sure that they're still involved because like will said we've been we've been on the hook for a while. We went down last year and met them down in New Hampshire when they were at Granitecon. Then we did the web show. We've been talking to them this whole time, so I really feel like they we're we're in the queue, you know <laughs> it's like, <big> time.
0: <laughs> so that's awesome. I mean, I was like i said there's there's people I'm always looking for. I mean I'm always looking forward to seeing Ben Bishop and those guys, you know, your local guys that are going to come anyway. you know it's gonna be if you have an event and it's going to be in Maine. Someone from Maine, like Ben, is gonna be there. I mean, let's be honest; like, he yeah. can't be like, "Well, like, my travel schedule is kind of hectic right now." <laughs> <And> obviously, <laughs> shit could happen. I mean, he did. He did. He is on the last Ronin now. He's definitely Good progressing later. in his <laughs> career and and oh, yeah. so on. So, we're gonna have uh, Ben on again uh, the the Wednesday that the last Ronin, number one comes out um, at oh, the nice. end of October, which is pretty cool. Um, talk about the last Ronin. But um, so we have you have Comic Con April twenty first. Am I right on 23rd, that? 23rd. Twenty-third. Twenty-third through the twenty-fifth. In twenty twenty one. That's 2021, what twenty twenty one. uh and then you have um this uh Jason font uh weekend, I would say, a couple days uh coming up at the beginning of October. So now is it when's the Portland date gonna be? Do you know it's the first or the second or
2: uh so it should if everything works out, that should be on October second. Um basically we're waiting to hear back. We've we've reached out to uh Bull Moose. Uh, who said they were definitely interested. Obviously, it comes down to the whole COVID piece,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, so we're waiting to hear back from them. If that falls through, there's a couple um, awesome comic book shops down there that we'll try to reach out to, uh, but ideally it would be uh, October 2nd in Portland, then a long, a very long day, a long weekend for Jason. Um, yeah. Travel back up here, rest for a little bit, do his VIP dinner, um, basically get up early again the next morning, road trip What's like an hour and a half, hour and forty five minutes? Uh down to Farmington. Uh when
0: the- you're in Farmington though, go to Kingfield. Get him a get him a um rolling fatty burrito. That would make him happy, right? <laughs> Those things are so good. We were just there like a couple fatty weeks ago. Burrito. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. It's Set Kingfield. Um, but and then you got so that's the whole weekend there. And are you guys planning like, I you know Will and I talked a little bit pre-recording of this, but are you guys going to try to do some uh, don't cross the streams again? Now that you don't have a, a convention coming up to try to fill some space between now and our like, you know, dark like winter to. depression.
1: I miss it. I enjoy doing it. Even if we can do it once in a while, we find somebody else. I think that we've had a, enough people on the show that we could have some people come back on. I'd love to have Sean and Tomo. Uh, we talked to Mike Kingston because, uh, the headlocked um, Kickstarter project is almost finished. So we talked about having him back on to promote that. Um, we've talked to the clerks people. They're, they're totally on board, but their biggest thing is they want to do it closer to the actual convention okay. dates to actually promote that. Um, I think having a couple of local people, James Graham back on like you, uh, Josh, like we have plenty of options that people back on. I would like to do it every now and then I, I miss it. This has been fun.
0: I, I definitely will say that I do hold the record of the number of times I've been on the pod, or the uh, episodes, I think. Though. I think I'm at two or three, and I think I'm at the record, so I'm okay with that.
2: You, you and Al are pretty close, I yeah, got to say. See, yeah. we're, we're up you, there, you but I, you are. know what?
0: I'll even come on. I told Will. I was like, I'll come on every once in a while if you guys want someone to moderate comments or – do whatever. I'll just sit yeah. in the. You can put me at the little box in the corner. You know, yeah. I listen to some podcasts. It's the sound guy that just like every you once in a while no gets idea. to you're, say something. You
1: are that guy. You already know you are that guy. Like we've done that Dude. before. We've been like, let's just throw Justin on because yeah. he can. He can. You know, I can feel some comments in when someone, someone has us. to.
0: I can feel a comment in when someone needs to go take a leak. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, there's Jay. He's going to the bathroom. Okay, Justin, your turn. Hey, so how's it going, guys? You, yeah. Every time I'm gonna take the dog out.
1: <laughs> yeah there you go
0: that's yeah. awesome so i mean it's, i'm excited for you guys i mean i'm hoping that this all happens because i mean i tell you what i can understand putting a ton of effort and work into something that doesn't actually get to happen yet like it's it's sad because you guys basically sit there and do all this work for not really at Nothing. this point like it's like, <laughs> and then you have to reach out it's like it's like re- it's reaching out and rescheduling a date with someone That you really, 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 really wanted to go on a date with when you were younger. And you're like, hey, so my grandmother's visiting on a Friday night, so we have to reschedule." You know, I can understand contacting these people and being like, I mean, they know what the world's world's like right now. But still, it's like, hey, by the way, you were expecting to get paid on this weekend in October. Guess what? It's going to be April. Dude.
1: So listen to this though. So when I messaged Juliet and I was like, um, so here's the deal I'm trying to explain to her, trying to basically let her down. Like, I know I'm just <laughs> another event that's about to cancel on you. Um, and she was like, our event, and there was one other event in the friggin' USA that was booked that her clients were booked for and it was in Georgia. It was the Bangor Comic Joy and an event in Georgia. And we were the last two and I had to be like, so we have to postpone, <laughs> just like everybody else. And she was like, you know, it sucks. But the guys and she's talking about the clerks, guys, she's like, they're probably not even going to bat an eye at it. Like it blows, but they're probably just going to be like, all right. I mean, just one less thing I got to worry about during all this stuff.
0: And it's true because, I mean, it's like at this point, it's not like you're this obscure place just doing something weird. It's like at this point, they've heard it all. Like if they don't, I mean, if they're not reading the news, and plus the fact is I won't, I'm not going to shame anybody or say it's not the right thing. But if you're in this world and your job is going to Comic-Cons, you're expecting someone to say, hey, we have to postpone our Comic-Cons. And let's be honest, even, you know, Jay and Will can, can, can attest to this. They're not millionaires based off of Comic-Cons. So it's not like it's a money-making thing for them. Yeah. <laughs> they're not like they're doing this for you guys, the the fans, really. And I'm obviously themselves too because you guys are fans as well. But the truth of the matter is, they don't want to postpone this 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 event. It's just it, it is what it is. But yeah, it, it's just a crazy world we live in. So I can understand have, being like, oh God, I don't want to send this text message. Okay we're postponing. And then, you know, I'm sure it took you guys a week to actually say we're going to do this. Right. I mean, you guys took, took some time. Excuse me. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, it was
1: the hard truth that Will and I one day were just like bolt together, you know, like you could feel it. It was in the air. I mean, it was a month and a half away and I still could not get a definitive yes from the cross insurance center that we were going to be able to hold our event at capacity that we're used to and the way that we were planning on doing it. we're like, how, 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 there's no way.
2: I think in the email and like, you know, I'll add another thing after this because at the same time, like, I feel we're very lucky, but I'll, I'll tell you why after. But in the email, they were basically like, we'll try to have your event on those dates or as close to as possible. And Justin, as you know, we've already discussed this piece where, it's not one of those where we can just say, "Oh, hey, yeah, guess what? We're we can do it." Uh, you know, we can do it November fifth and through the seventh. Yeah. Okay, well now let's let all these you know guests know that we're we're gonna do it this day. Or, you know, not even a m- a month prior. Um, yeah. Let's try to get all these vendors here. And get these people to be able to take that time now off from work to be here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's like it's not just this little simple pop up event. There's so much that goes into it. Yeah. Um. But the reason why I say we're also lucky is I got to give the cross credit. They've been so good with us with everything going on. Um, You know, I was, I saw it's uh, uh, one of the groups that I'm on for either like write this comic con or or something like that. Uh, And somebody was like, Oh yeah. So I saw like galaxy con is still happening in Minneapolis or something like that. Like, does anyone know what's going on with that or like how they're able to make this happen? And, you know, people are like, you know, making all all these comments on it. And then our mentor, Mike, who runs it, like put out this long paragraph, long comment. And he's like, Hey guys, trust me. Like, I'm like, I'm, I don't want this event to happen. Like I, I want my convention to be pushed until next year. He was, it's, you know, he's like, we're not in a good place right now. Um, and if it was, if it was my say, I would have announced weeks ago, a month ago that this convention is not happening, but he goes on the flip side for me, he goes, I'm stuck in this contract with this venue. I'm stuck in the contract. You know, I've got all these things with this, you know, with the city of Minneapolis, with the venue where, You know, kind of like the whole thing with WrestleMania where it was the opposite. The city wanted, you know, WrestleMania to move and WrestleMania was like, no, we're going to go until, you know, we can't. It was that it was that opposite. Mike is like, I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel safe. Like I bring hundreds of thousands of people to my convention. This is not the time to be doing that. But I'm also stuck in this contract. And until the venue, until the city say, hey, you're okay to move it. I have to sit here and say, okay, I'm having a convention. I'm going against all safety. (laughs) You know, that, that needs to be put in place because if I don't, there's lawyers, there's this and that, all these things I have to go through. Yeah. And so, and it's it's crazy to think that, you know, there's, there's that side of things where, you know, somebody is stuck in that and we're just like, okay, Hey, um, (laughs) we really want this to happen. But it can't, so let's push it back and be able to you know make it happen, so I won't say effort effortlessly, but yeah it's it's uh it's been an experience like I mean again, Justin, you've kind of seen it's basically we we get done in April and we're like okay we'll we'll take the rest of April off, we'll take May off to kind of just like recharge. Maybe even not all of May, but either by the end of May, <laughs> end of June, we're like not for you.
1: I I took it till about July, and <laughs> Will's like, <laughs> Will's like, we got to get back into this. Man. Yeah, I was just like, like oh okay. shit, yeah,
2: yeah. It's like okay, well now we've got less than obviously less than a year till the next one. We've got to like get these guests locked in. We've got to work, you know, you know, find, you know, get dates with set with a cross and everything. And it is. It's basically it's you you end one, you you take a month to relax, and then we're We're right back in it. And then the crazy thing that me and Jay were talking about was, okay, if we do this in October, normally the con happens in April. So what do we do? Do we do everything to still make this happen in October as long as we're allowed to? But while we're doing that, we're planning 2021 and basically going to drop like all these guest announcements and all of this during that weekend. And say, Hey vendors, while you're already here and you've made your money, let's get that money right back in place for, you know, <laughs> yeah, for spring. Yeah. Cause we'll see you guys again in six months. To over <laughs> yeah. <again. laughs>
1: yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a weight off our shoulders, but I mean, when it's all said and done, I'm excited that we're doing this weekend with Jason. We get to at least have a little bit of normalcy with all that. And I'm excited to help Paul cause Galactic comics is doing great. And I, I'm so happy for him and I'm so proud of him and all that. And, uh, You know, get to go check these other places. Like, we went down to 3D Games the other day, and apparently that that comic, or I keep calling it a comic book shop. It's not a comic shop. There's no comics in there. Um, They've been around for, like, 11 years, and apparently they're doing the best they've ever done. Uh, It's an interesting time where people are, like, broke, but we're all spending more money than we've ever spent in our
0: lives. How are you broke? I mean, didn't the government give you (laughs) $1,200? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sick yeah yeah it's crazy, it's crazy
2: say, like you know we you know we were just talking like yeah like jason's big thing is he wants to be able to try to help some of these local businesses and he's like yeah we're all for He's like i gotta say that we've been very lucky like when covid first start you know happened we were in the middle of moving from our old shop to our new one which is a much better location it's right down the street from umf um uh, so great foot traffic um and uh He's like, so it was, it was a little dicey at first. He goes, but these last two months have been the busiest we've ever had since we've opened.
0: That's awesome. So that's uh, cool to hear. So the guy I spoke at the beginning, at the top of the episode, about leaving owner Brewing Company at the, on Friday, and uh, he is moving to Farmington. So I told, and he's moving this weekend. So I was like, hey, by the way, you want to meet a Power Ranger on the on the weekend <laughs> yes, of the second I do. and fourth? Yeah, you can meet him at 3D Games in in Farmington. Also, I ate at Gifford's Ice Cream in Farmington on my honeymoon. Nice. <laughs> Great ice cream. <laughs> so, nice and is a McDonald's right next door. I know somewhat <laughs> if we're in that area. Like it's, like, oh, yeah, it's, it's right I next feel
1: to- like you're telling us your pitch for your honeymoon to your wife.
0: Yeah. Plus, hey, by the way, there's a McDonald's there. A
1: McDonald's
0: McDonald's there. <laughs> I won't lie. I'll tell you the truth. McDonald's. We <laughs> ate at the McDonald's on our honeymoon. It was like the second or third meal we ate as a married couple out we were yeah, just got done from going somewhere and it was just like we're hungry and and we're like let's just go to McDonald's we'll, we'll do the we did the phone you order on your phone you just drive up to the spot it was perfect and then we ate Gifford's ice cream afterwards so it was excellent yep. thank you Farmington <laughs> yeah, yeah Farmington, well it's a nice
2: we were there long before it was a cool little cool little town it's time. a cool it's little town i mean the whole yeah. area that that that's the whole cool.
0: western maine is just beautiful if anybody gets a chance, we spent the week at a, a sugarloaf. It was stunning out there. The whole area is great. Asa, our head brewer, went to school at UMF. He loves it out there. So it's a really good, cool place out there. And I'm pretty cool. It's pretty cool that you guys get to bring someone like Jason out to a place like that uh, and experience the mountains of Maine in a sense uh, out there. And then you can get to come to like our little city of Bangor uh, and Paul, uh, who's again, I call him my comic books- comic book dealer because it's a yeah. drug. Um, huh. Which is funny because there's actually a little, little, little snippet. I don't think Jeff from uh, Top Shelf Comics is going to listen to this podcast, so I'm not, I'm not worried. But I started <laughs> buying. So I from when Paul opened and after COVID, I was like, okay, I want to support Paul. So I decided to split my comic books. If I buy six a week, eight a week, I'd split them down the middle. I'd buy half at Top Shelf in Downtown Bangor and half with Paul. And I was like, late for work or whatever. I'd swing in, grab my comic books, go home, go to work swing by at the end of the night, pick up Paul's comic books or send Taylor. Um, but last week was the first week I bought my entire comic books pull list from Paul. And this week I didn't send my poll list email to Jeff again. Cause again, I'm buying them all from Paul. Cause I like to support Paul. He's a good dude and he likes to talk yeah. comic books and, and knows a lot about it. And so I get an email from Jeff this morning saying, did you want any comic books this week? And I'm like, "Uh Oh, oh oh no no.
1: he's like wow i'm broke Uh,
0: yeah exactly i'm like i don't don't know if i can do that now but it's pretty cool it's just
1: a different vibe you know i'm not i'm not gonna talk crap or anything like that but it's just a different vibe you know and i i think the difference is the fact that paul is still new at his shop and we're all encouraging and trying to help him stay alive. And he seems to be doing a very good job with it. I don't even know if he needs us at this point.
0: Yeah. And the truth of the matter is though, I want to go into a place. When you go into a burrito shop, you want someone to be like, these burritos are amazing. And that's something that Jeff brings to the, or not Jeff, i sorry. Paul brings to the table is I walk in there and he's like, look at this cover and do, and he's like, let me special order this for you. And let me, I mean, honestly, he, he brings the experience to get someone at pull Moose music. When I go to Bull Moose and Bangor, they're like, oh, we don't have that record, but let me order it for you. It's like yeah. it uh, 90% of the time I've walked in and someone who works at Top Shop will just go, hey, here's the comic book. Oh, we don't have that one. And there's no like, can we get it for you? What can I do for yeah. you? So on and so forth. And again, Jeff's been serving the Bangor community for a long time now. He's doing a great job. Yes. But I, I, before Paul opened, there was where else to buy comic books. It was right. his. And so I'll still continue to go back. He has a huge back catalog of of, of past issues, and so on. But I just—I don't know. I just connected with Paul. Paul's going to be a regular on the podcast. We're going to do a podcast called the Pollist, and it's just basically an episode, basically talking. We're going to do like—I haven't told him this yet—but I think the first episode is going to be the top ten female superhero characters, and we'll do our top ten. I'll do mine. He'll do his. We'll share them on the podcast together every five weeks or so. Categories, yeah, yeah.
1: and uh, Josh,
0: Josh from Queen City Cinema Club, we're going to do movies every once in a while, which is basically our top 10 horror movies coming up in, the end, in October. So it's really kind of cool just to have these local shops to do that. And I don't know, I would consider Paul a friend, whereas I consider Jeff a place where I went and bought comic books. So that's pretty cool that I can support a friend in his venture and him doing something and stepping out into a world that's a, not a money-making world. I guarantee yeah, you dude. people told him he was crazy opening a comic book shop.
1: Yeah, right. And now he's doing great. You want to hear a crazy thing about uh, worlds colliding with Paul? Uh, I don't think I told you this. I mean, I told Will this, but Paul randomly like, hey, I'm pretty sure I dated your older sister when you were a little kid. Like, uh, he's like Mikel, right? I was like, yeah, it's my older sister. He's like, I, she was my girlfriend, and we brought you over to the bank, uh, Broadway Park when you were just a little kid. <laughs> and I swear, uh, yeah, like, yeah, so random, you. but yeah, like he's like, Yeah, I was N- hanging out with your sister. <laughs>
0: And now he's married with a few kids and owns an old comic book shop. That's a <laughs> yeah, crazy right. world we live in, but now um, so I go there
1: and I buy toys from him for my son. You know, it's right. exactly. Life.
0: And that's the thing is, is he's, he also sells sells pop vinyls and action figures and other crap that 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 are in our nerd world that we like. My favorite so, things
1: about Paul's shop that I am sucked right into, and Will's witnessed it. I, I can't. It's like a trance. But what he does is he gets old toys that people sell him, like a box of random figures. And he puts them in a sleeve, and he sells them for two, three, four dollars. So my son's into Star Wars, and oh what? You have original Star Wars toys randomly in these packages for three four dollars yeah i'm gonna buy all those and give them and, to my
0: kid and in car on a cardboard sleeve and in a box you'd be like eh, i don't want to give that to my kid but this is like whatever it's a loose figure you don't really care it's exactly like, that's yeah. what's cool about it that's that's, that's i cool was thing. that
1: guy i was there last week and he had a in the box 1997 a ronto with um a jawa uh it was like a reissue of the toys in the box unopened Twenty-three years old, and I was like, I said, to Paul, I was like, I'm gonna buy that, and I'm gonna be that guy that I'm opening it and I'm giving yeah. it to my three-year-old, my two, my <laughs> two-year-old, whatever. He's, we talked about that when, in like a month, but uh, when Paul was like,
0: on my podcast, yeah, whatever, he talked about that. You're like, there for. Oh, but and we talked. We talked about that when he was on my podcast a couple weeks ago, talking about Galactic. It was like, let's open shit, like open it. uh Will respect? Do you have all those in your behind <laughs> you in boxes? <laughs>
2: I think, I think Look I've only got this. one that's. I think I've got one that's not. Will and does that, this
0: stress you out at all? No, <laughs> does this stress like, you
2: mean, out at all? No, see, like the, the thing that like gets me with that is, you know, there's there's people that love to that, like display their pops out like that, and I've got I've got like uh, you know Mike uh, from North Collectibles opens all of his and he just folds the boxes up and he puts
0: see, them in a tote. I have some boxes for ones that I think that continuously will need the box so I can at least go, hey, I had this loose figure, but I do have the yeah. box. If I ever wanted to pass it on to someone, I do have that. There is definitely some that – see? <laughs> some that yeah, I cannot I got-
3: open. <laughs> yeah,
0: so, like, I think I think with mine is like, I –
2: you know, and, I've, and I've, like, ran into, like, you know, Bobby and Mike and them, and I'm like, oh, I really want that pop, but it's loose. So mm-hmm. I, I'm i not going to get it. Or, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting. So, like, so I don't know how well you can see that, but that's uh, Rico Browning. Uh, he was the creature from the Black Lagoon. Um, I got that autographed back a year ago, July last year. At over a at year, the yeah. Pop, and it's been sitting there like that because I could buy a loose one For like thirty bucks, but if I still want the one in a case because it's vaulted and gone, I'm gonna pay 150 bucks. And I'm like, I just can't. It's nice. It'll sit there, and eventually I'll get it. But (laughs) for 150 bucks, I'm gonna hold (laughs) off.
0: And I definitely think so. What I want, what I I thought about was like, I was sick. I want to talk about Comic Con on this podcast, obviously, because that's where you guys are from. But in the future, I want Will to just jump on and just nerd out about freaking pop finals you talk your ass off about pop vinyls because there is a thing it's 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 crazy because i I don't know if i mean people have probably watched the netflix episode that has the whole history of pop vinyls and all that stuff and the craziness about the company but like it's crazy i love them i think they're cool because it's also affordable for most people yeah buy for their kids or display like most of these ones i have behind me were eight nine bucks i mean i have some things you can see a Black Panther one behind me. That thing's like yep. a $30 action or a, a statue. It, you, you, I don't have to pay $30 every time I buy an action figure or some sort of uh, uh, statue for my my room. I can buy these $10. I mean, sometimes they're $4 depending on where you buy them when you get them. So I understand yep. that. And I'm also a um, Marvel Collecticore uh subscription member. So every two months I get a box that has two pop vinyls in it. Uh, usually yep. some other memorabilia and stuff like that in a t-shirt or whatever. Um, but there's, they're cool. And I think it'd be really cool to talk about the, the pop vinyls and talk about some like cool collectible ones and things like that. But, uh, I open 99.9% of, them. I think the only one I don't open, haven't opened right now is the, uh, the child, uh, star Wars one.
2: Yes.
3: Um, yeah.
0: So I, that's one that I have still in the box, but I have like some of my Stanley ones. Like I have a Stanley, uh, the one from guardians the, the League galaxy
2: Guardians, guardians there.
0: That, yeah. I have the box for that one still. So there is some ones that I have the box for. I own one, um, counterfeit one. That's one. That's there. Just two up high. Oh, it's this one. The, uh, Stanley, um, patina. That's the oh, only yeah. counterfeit one asking, that I have. That was, that was the that, one there? Yeah. What's that one?
2: Oh, Hey, yeah. Check that out. Like a mystery. Uh, it's get wrong. That one.
0: Where'd you get that oh, one? Gave it to me. Oh, what a nice so, guy he is. So
2: check, so check this out. I didn't even know. And I'm I I don't even know what they're worth at this point. But <laughs> when that pop first came out, I was like, I have to have that. And uh Target allowed you like online, because it was like online only. I don't even think Bangor got any in. Um, it was like two per customer. And I was like, all right, well, this is at the time where I was like, you know, to help make some extra, like not working that many hours. I was like, Hey, I'll grab some of these pops and I'm not going to sit there and say, okay, I'm going to charge 50 or 60 bucks. But if I paid like for one of the, like those exclusives, they're like $14.99. So I'll do it for like 25 bucks or make sure one of my friends gets one. Um, I think that the most I've made off of one I, I bought, like the when the Pikachu pop first came out through target, I bought it for $14.99 and my friend's like, you got one of those? Like, they're selling on eBay for like 150 bucks right now. I was like, why? And I was like, well, <laughs> I'm not like I'm not attached to it. Like, it's not one of those like I absolutely need to have this in my collection. So I put mine up for like 49.99 or best offer. And ten minutes later, somebody was like 100. And I was like, okay, you're you're offering me double what I put for the price. Sure, <laughs> get it out of here. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, ordered, I ordered the two Jeff ones, um, and then either Target messed up and they sent me four, and so like, I called them and I was like, "Hey, like I, I don't know if I got somebody else's order or whatnot," and they're like, "Oh well, now that, that happened with a few of them. Do you want them?" And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, I'll take them." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, so we'll, We're just gonna we'll just charge your card on file for two more." Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> Um, and then I saw how well those were doing. So I'm like, Oh, I'll sell a couple of them. And I didn't notice until, like a few months later and I only had my, I had uh mine that Jay now has. And somebody was like, yeah, isn't it crazy? Like those were misprinted. Like they, they forgot one of the L's in Malcolm. Um, so like that whole first run is all misprints. So I was like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? And I was like, so I went home and like, yeah, if you look at it, like the old ones, like Jay just had, the the doctor Ann Malcolm is written in white, and when they did the new print and realized it, the doctor Ann Malcolm is fixed and it's written in red. Um, well, and it's
1: spelled yeah. There's no L.
2: Yeah, so that yeah, that one's missing the L.
1: Like missing the L Malcolm.
2: And uh, That's then crazy. I uh, so Jeff was at Fan Expo. Two, what two
1: years ago? And uh, it's and, been two years. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And uh, Jay went down, and I sent him with my pop. And I was like, "Yeah, get it signed for me." And he's like, "So this is how much he's asking for autographs?" So I was like, "Yeah, kind of tight on money. Let's hold off." Wish uh, I would have just done it. And I and I,
0: and I regretted it
2: forever. But uh, <laughs>
0: well, you guys are gonna get him to Bangor Comic Con, aren't you? Oh I yeah, because you yeah, can absolutely. get anybody. You just to, you just <laughs> wish it. You wish it. You will it. It will come.
1: You wish um, it. If you build like, it, they will come
0: with how
2: crazy this year's been, there's been all these different, like, you know, signing events and whatnot. So I, uh, they had one that Jeff was doing and I randomly like, I'm like, yeah, I guess like, you know, I've, I've got some extra cash right now. I'm, I'm going to do it. And somehow I got lucky enough to get the, I got it signed and it's, you yeah, know, gonna see with my lights, yeah. but the misprinted.
3: That's
0: one awesome. Is, uh, it- you the I was saying, Like There's, there's like, so much more that you know about these things, too. And I have a buddy of mine. I could probably get him on. He works in the kitchen at, or in a brewing company. He's our kitchen manager to talk. He does the same thing. He has a Funko app, and he's like, look at this one. It's worth this much money and all that stuff. And I'm like, that's really cool. And I, I'd be happy that things are worth money. I mean, I collect comic books. So if I get a good comic book that's worth money, then obviously I give a shit. But it's yeah. like for me, it was just like, how do I take this room that I want to turn into Marvel crap and do it on a budget and do it on a budget. You buy a bunch of Funko shit because they're not yeah, super true. expensive. Yeah,
1: and so, so like I
0: have a whole display of like Funko, um, Thanos stuff. Cause Thanos is my favorite villain and, and all that stuff. So whenever I see it's one here true. and there, and I have a list of things I want to get, but I buy them here and there. If I'm buying something on Amazon, it's like, Oh, it's only four bucks. I'll buy that or five bucks on Amazon. Cause right. it comes in or whatever, or, you know, the pop vinyl that you got or the, the protector we got signed by, um, Rabbit from Super Troopers. Yeah. And I'm gonna get another uh, get a pop vinyl thing for that, and we're gonna put that in the box. to play played at our brewing company, which is pretty cool. So we have like our right. one millionth can that oh, yeah. we canned, and I'll put that oh, rabbit yeah. one. This is our oh, brewing company. One right.
1: million, really? Wow. Yeah, we
0: did one million. Uh, gratitude, uh, I uh, pale was one million cans. Uh, can awesome. uh, This yeah. past batch of tubular was one thousandth batch of tubular which is pretty cool. So I
1: brought my rabbit thing thinking I was going to get my case from Paul, but he's not open at night, so I didn't get it. Yeah.
0: Jay's like,
2: <laughs> I'm going to stop at Paul's on my way. I was like, good luck with that. I'm like, he's closed
0: on Tuesdays. <laughs> he, lives, he lives down the <laughs> street. Get like, him to come in. No, I'm just kidding.
2: Right? Just <laughs> like, these, like, oh, I mean, Jay, well, Jay hasn't got it. Again, you're not going to be able to, let me see if I can kill the lights on this for a second. But like, Justin, yours came out amazing, and you're not going to be able to see it because yeah. it's of how dark. This. I can um, see it. But, uh yeah, like, whatever whatever pen that he used to sign these is amazing. And uh probably, we got a few of them. Like, the one Jason has, Joey's, Kim Jong. But it was one of those with
0: frontal Pop. I, I could have sworn you just said Kim Jong. Did Kim oh. Jong have a pom- Funko Pop? <laughs>
1: <laughs> probably somewhere. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> Kim Jong, Kim Jong Il, like well, yeah, is that the uh, what's it called? What was that movie called with um, Seth Rogen? The Interview. The Interview interview. is that from that movie? (laughs) But good movie. So you guys got. um, I want to close it up here. We've been on for a little while. I mean, I know you guys talked on your 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 live stream for four and a half freaking hours, but. We, so you have, so I will tell you right now, you have, so you have, uh, the, the Jason Font events coming up second, third and fourth, uh, in Maine, which is super exciting. Um, yes, you're hoping for the end of April to do the Comic-Con in Bangor, uh, you can buy tickets right now, right? Still. I mean, technically. yeah Yeah. So buy tickets to that. I know. I know and uh, then, uh, 2021 Comic-Con, you guys are going to get Scotty Young, right? Is that what I've heard? Um, and then. <laughs> Oh, dude, I've been trying. Uh,
1: I think they just stopped responding to me at this point.
0: And then the other one I want is Charles Sewell, who who's dry, uh, writing the uh, Star Wars comic books right now, and does Undiscovered Country. That's the oh, other yeah. guy that I would love to see. So again, I'm going to be that fanboy who's going to be like, "You should get this person." But I mean, hey. Jay did this. Uh, Run the jewels. Scotty Young tattoo on my arm, which mm-hmm. I still huh. love to death, and I get comments about all the time, and I. Uh, <laughs> The post I posted with the Jewel Runner bottle in the, the, you know, the Run the Jewels uh, Pistol and a Fist thing, uh, Killer Mike liked that photo on Instagram. So right. just saying, one of these days, I'm going to be able to meet those guys. <laughs> Chris, Chris Rudolph from Waterfront Concerts said he's going to hopefully try to send him some bottles of Jewel Runner to have him send back and have, him, have them both autographed the, the bottles. Yeah, be bad so heads. awesome. That
1: awesome. Uh, but
0: I'm super excited that you guys came on. Um, I'm hoping and, and, and doing everything I can for the willing of you guys having this Comic-Con in April because I love it. It's one of the few weekends that I just say say to work, I'm not working, I'm going there to do this. <laughs> i excited for it to happen because it's definitely needed in Bangor. I think pop culture is a huge thing right now, and I think that you guys do a good job bringing a various amount of people in. Um, you've had a various amount of guests and I'm super excited for this to happen in April. So um, I really appreciate you guys coming on Bangor Comic and ToyCon.com. Is that right, Will? I want to make uh, sure I give you the right one. There is yeah, a yeah. web, web bogus website out there. Don't go to that one. You're good, Bangor you're good. Comic and com. You can also follow them on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, on a Twitter, sorry. Um, well, probably on Twitter, but like uh, Instagram and Facebook. What is Twitter? Uh, I don't. <laughs> but um. <laughs> Thank you, Will. Thank you, Jay. I really appreciate you guys coming on and, and, and talking some nerd culture and some pop culture with me. Um, yeah. I hope to have you guys on again. And you guys are gonna have me on your Don't Cross the Street and then you guys come back for that and you know the little hiatus you guys are on now. So
1: oh yeah, so, you're an honorary uh, member,
0: third member. Yeah, I'll hey, come really on as the guy in the corner. I'm the guy in the chair. That's what I am. I'm the guy in the chair. <laughs> hey, real quick uh, they, off they, on the Scotty
2: yes. Young thing just to to rub this in Jay's face because. I mean, I just got lucky and happened to be at Paul's shop and saw it. <laughs> but, uh,
0: oh, yeah, you suck. See, uh, he posted something about another one, another Scotty Young. I have, like, 15 of them. He's like, it's $75. I'm like, God damn it. Scotty Butter. Young
1: and Peter Mayhew signed yeah. Oh, Mayhew. God uh, damn
0: you. That's yeah, so a Peter
2: Mayhew. So it's uh, uh, Scotty Young and then Peter Mayhew, Phil Noto, and Gary Duggan um
1: got everybody and
2: and then being paul like paul being paul it was like i was like oh man that's super cool i didn't even realize it was signed by chewbacca at first i just liked it he's like oh yeah that's signed by peter mayhew and i was like all right how much and he's like a 100 bucks and i was like wait what he's like yeah i'd I'd let it go for a 100 bucks i was like um let me think on that one and I was like – I went home, I was telling Chelsea about it, and she's like, well, get it. And I'm looking it up, and I'm like – Freak yourself. I'm like, Peter Mayhew's autograph alone, especially now, is like easily double that, not yeah. to mention the graded book signed yeah. by everybody else. I was like, Paul, do you realize what that's going for? He's like, yeah, but this is what I paid for it. So as long as I'm getting my money and I'm making somebody happy.
0: But that's Paul for you. It is. You're yeah, right. That's, that's a great Paul story because, yeah. like, he, I texted him about a – um the Jack Kirby book, the one that said the life of Jack Kirby or whatever. I'm like, Hey, do you have that? He's like, I can order it for you. I'm like, well, Amazon has it right now for twenty one dollars He's like, well, I can match that, but I won't make much money. I'm like, no, 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 Paul, how much would you sell it for? He goes, usually twenty five ninety nine. And he goes, how about 23? I'm like, sold. I'm like I-, I could buy it from Amazon, a big corporation or whatever, save $2, but, or I can put the $2 in Paul's pocket. And I was like, do that. But he was willing to be like, eh, I won't make much, but you know, for you, yeah, sure. I'm like, no, yeah. be honest no. with me, man. Just tell me what you want yeah. for this book. I'm gonna buy it from you. It's fine. Sure. Bye. But absolutely, all right, a great time talking to you. Yes. Give all your family and everybody best for me. Uh, we'll be on. We'll talk again soon. We'll schedule another update. I want to do one as we get closer to the actual con too to talk what's going on, actual details about the actual event and stuff like that. So much love to both you guys. Thank you so much for coming on. Have a good night. For having us? it's
1: yeah, you as well. Take care.